listening to Forecast, the marketing podcast for professional services leaders. If you're looking to generate more leads, win more deals, and take your firm to the next level, this show is your shortcut. Hey there, and welcome back to the show. This week on Forecast, we're going to look at how you can craft a powerful message that's going to get your buyer's attention and make them want to do business with you. This is really the next step forward in our discussion on positioning, where we talked about what your buyers really want, what they're really looking for when they transact with somebody like you, and how you can craft a message or a narrative or a story around what you do that positions you as the one and only solution to their problem. And now we're going to take that positioning And we're going to turn that into words, into messages, into communication that you can use to interact with clients and prospects and buyers, bring them into your funnel and nurture them towards the sale. But first, if you haven't yet joined us inside our free course on the five P's of lead generation for professional services firms, that is the very best place for you to get started. Inside the course, I will show you a proven five-part framework to generate a flood of new business for your firm, you can get immediate access to the entire course free of charge by heading over to 5leadgen.com. That's 5leadgen.com. And you can spell out five or use the number. Either one works. So let me ask you a question. If you are tasked with writing some copy for your homepage, how would you go about doing something like that? My bet is you'll do some combination of three things. One is you'll sit down at your computer and you'll sit down at your keyboard and you'll start hammering away and you'll write whatever words or statements or phrases or messages come to mind that you think are going to get your buyer's attention, that you think your prospects and your clients will want to see on your homepage that will position you as someone that they should work with. The second thing you might do is you might call your team or your partners or your staff into the boardroom and have one of those good old fashioned brainstorming sessions where you'll ask everybody else what they think buyers will want to see on the website, what they think your firm should be saying to attract new business. And the third thing you might do is you might try to delegate this to a marketing intern or coordinator or somebody on your team to give it the first draft, to take the initial stab at it so that you and the partners and the management team can then review and see what you think works best. Whatever approach you choose here, what you're doing in all of the above scenarios is you're making the determination on what your buyers will respond to because you think you know best. It's your firm after all. It's your business. You're the professional. You know more about this problem than anyone else does. You know more about this solution than anyone else does. So who better than you and your team to craft that message? Now, if you're nodding along with me here in agreement with everything I'm saying, let me challenge you for a minute. The fact that you are the professional, you're the credentialed expert, you're the one with letters beside your name, and the fact that you know more about this problem and about this need and this pain point that your client struggles with than anybody else, that is the very reason why you should not be crafting these messages. Because you have what's called the curse of knowledge. You know everything about the problem. You know everything about the solution. You know so much 
that it's actually very difficult for you to be able to figure out what to communicate to a buyer or a client or a prospect who knows very little. No matter how hard you try, no matter how much you attempt to see the world from the buyer's perspective, you're going to end up taking some things for granted. You're going to assume that some issues are not important or some obstacles are not real obstacles because you're not in their position. You know everything that you know and you can't unknow all those things. See, if you ask any copywriter who's been around the block where they get their messages from, where they, they find these gems, these statements, these phrases, these words that are just so effective at bringing in new business, you know what they're going to tell you? They're going to tell you we got them from the customers themselves. All a good copywriter does is listen to customers, listen to the way that they talk, the way that they communicate, the way that they discuss the problem that they're having and use the very same words to market and to sell back to them. So if you want to craft a message that's going to connect with your buyer, a message that gets through to them and speaks their language, it has to come directly from the horse's mouth. And that should be a relief, to be honest, because now you don't have to have those long and drawn out brainstorming sessions. You just need to listen and to pay attention to why clients buy from you in the first place. And it really all begins by gaining a deep understanding of who your ideal client is. What are their pains? What motivates them to buy? How aware are they of the problem that you solve? Once you have a really firm grasp of who that ideal client is and you've gotten inside their heads, you're already ahead of the game. You're already five or six steps ahead of your competitors who haven't even thought about that. Now, we've talked a lot about how to choose your ideal clients and how to get inside their heads in previous lessons on the show, so I'm not going to get into the details of that. But one thing I do want you to understand as far as this exercise goes is that an ideal client is not the same thing as a target market. A target market is a group of people. It's an audience that shares some characteristics. So a target market might be something like Toronto-based marketing agencies or Silicon Valley tech startups or real estate brokerage firms in South Florida. Those are all examples of target markets where the individuals or the companies within the market share some similar characteristics. Now, you do need to have a target market or target markets, but more importantly, for your messages to be specific enough to be meaningful, you have to drill down within your target market and identify the ideal client profile. Because it's impossible to craft a powerful message that speaks to everyone in a target market. Because while they may share some characteristics, there's probably a huge variance in the pains and motivations of the different clients in that market. For example, a tech startup founder may be motivated to find an HR consulting firm because they want to create a culture that the best young engineers will be drawn to. While another startup founder may be motivated to find an HR consulting firm because they are motivated to outsource development overseas so they can take on minimal technical staff and save money. Those are very different motivations. And if you, as the HR consulting firm, try to sell to both of these clients with the same message, I hope you can see how you're going to lose both of them. So what if instead of Silicon Valley tech startups, your HR consulting firm targets Silicon Valley tech startups in the green energy space who are looking to hire environmental engineers? 
Or what if instead of real estate brokerage firms in South Florida, you target medium-sized firms who specialize in selling multi-million dollar estates? However you decide to skin the cat, the point is that you need to drill down to a specific ideal client profile so that you can begin speaking directly to that person and that client and that company instead of a broad group of people that share very little in common. So that's a wrap on this lesson. What I want you to take away from this is that you as the expert, you as the professional, you as the one with credentials and letters beside your name are actually the worst person to create messages that are going to speak to buyers because you know way too much. Instead, you can take that load off of your shoulders by getting messages from your buyers themselves, from getting the very words and phrases that you can use to sell more clients from your clients. And in the next lesson, I'm going to show you exactly how to do that. Now, if you haven't yet subscribed to the show on iTunes, do us both a favor, head over to iTunes, type in forecast marketing in the search box, look for the show in the podcast listing and hit subscribe so you can make sure that all of our latest lessons and episodes show up directly in your feed. And while you're at it, leave us a rating and a review because it helps more people discover the show. Finally, join us inside our free course on the five P's of lead generation for professional services firms. That is, again, the very best place for you to get started. You can get the course free of charge by heading over to 5leadgen.com. That's 5leadgen.com, and you can spell out five or use the number either one works. 